0: First of all, let me try to explain what I mean by materialism. I shall then go on to try to defend the doctrine. By materialism, I mean the theory that there is nothing in the world over and above those entities which are postulated by physics, or of course those entities which will be postulated by future and more adequate physical theories. Thus, I do not hold materialism to be wedded to the billiard ball physics of the 19th century. The less visualizable particles of modern physics count as matter. Note that energy counts as matter for my purposes. Indeed, in modern physics energy and matter are not sharply distinguishable. Nor do I hold that materialism implies determinism. If physics is indeterministic on the micro level, so must be the materialists' theory. I regard materialism as compatible with a wide range of conceptions of the nature of matter and energy. For example, If matter and energy consist of regions of special curvature of an absolute space-time, with wormholes and whatnot, this is still compatible with materialism. We can still argue that in the last resort the world is made up entirely of the ultimate entities of physics, namely space-time points. My definition will in some respects be narrower than those of some who have called themselves materialists. I wish to lay down that it is incompatible with materialism that there should be any irreducibly emergent laws or properties, say in biology or psychology. According to the view I propose to defend, there are no irreducible laws or properties in biology any more than there are in electronics. Given the natural history of a superheterodyne, its writing diagram, a physicist is able to explain, using only laws of physics, its mode of behavior and its properties for example the property of being able to reach such and such a radio station which broadcasts on 25 megacycles just as electronics gives the physical explanation of the workings of superheterodynes etc so biology gives or approximates to giving physical and chemical explanations of the workings of organisms or parts of organisms The biologist needs natural history just as the engineer needs writing diagrams, but neither needs non-physical laws. It will now become clear why I define materialism in the way I have done above. I am concerned to deny that in the world there are non-physical entities and non-physical laws. In particular, I wish to deny the doctrine of psychophysical dualism. I also want to deny any theory of emergent properties, since irreducibly non-physical properties are just about as repugnant to me as are irreducibly non-physical entities. Popular theologians sometimes argue against materialism by saying that you can't put love in a test tube. Well, you can't put a gravitational field in a test tube, except in some rather strained sense of these words, but there is nothing incompatible with materialism as I have defined it in the notion of a gravitational field. Similarly, even though love may elude test tubes, it does not elude materialistic metaphysics, since it can be analyzed as a pattern of bodily behavior, or perhaps better, as the internal state of the human organism that accounts for this behavior. A dualist who analyzes love as an internal state will perhaps say that it is a soul state, whereas the materialist will say that it is a brain state. It seems to me that much of our ordinary language about the mental is neither dualistic nor materialist, but is neutral between the two. Thus to say that a locution is not materialistic is not to say that it is immaterialistic. But what about consciousness? Can we interpret the having of an afterimage or of a painful sensation as something material, namely a brain state or brain process? We seem to be immediately aware of pains and after-images, and we seem to be immediately aware of them as something different from a neurophysiological state or process. For example, the afterimage may be green speckled with red, whereas the neurophysiologist looking into our brains will be unlikely to see something green speckled with red. However, if we object to materialism in this way, we are victims of a confusion which UT Place has called the phenomenological fallacy. To say that an image or sense datum is green is not to say that the conscious experience of having the image or sense datum is green. It is to say that it is the sort of experience we have when, in normal conditions, we look at a green apple, for example. Apples and unripe bananas can be green, but not the experience of seeing them. An image or a sense datum can be green in a derivative sense, but this need not cause any worry, because, on the view I am defending, images and sense data are not constituents of the world, though the processes of having an image or a sense datum are actual processes in the world. The experience of having a green sense datum is not itself green. It is a process occurring in gray matter. The world contains plumbers, but does not contain the average plumber. It also contains the having of a sense datum, but does not contain the sense datum. It may be asked why I should demand of a tenable philosophy of mine that it should be compatible with materialism, in the sense in which I have defined it. One reason is as follows. How could a non-physical property or entity suddenly arise in the course of animal evolution? A change in a gene is a change in a complex molecule which causes a change in the biochemistry of the cell. This may lead to changes in the shape or organization of the developing embryo, but what sort of chemical process could lead to the springing into existence of something non-physical? No enzyme can catalyze the production of a spook. Perhaps it will be said that the non-physical comes into existence as a byproduct, that whenever there is a certain complex physical structure then, by an irreducible extra-physical law, there is also a non-physical entity such laws would be quite outside normal scientific conceptions and quite inexplicable. They would be, in Herbert Feigl's phrase, nomological danglers. To say the very least, we can vastly simplify our cosmological outlook if we can defend a materialistic philosophy of mind.